Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Five Songs or Less. I want to get straight to the point today. I'm talking to Cody. We're talking about Ava Brothers. Cody's nervous, and I need to know why. <laughs> Man, really jumping right into it, right? <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, 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 are you sure you want this now? <laughs> no, no, we don't have to talk about that. Now. All right, all right. Give give the folks something to look forward to mm. after 30, 30 minutes of bullshit. Yeah. Hi, Cody. Hi. I don't think I Are have you... 30 minutes of bullshit to talk about. I don't know. We haven't talked in a while. That's true. In On here, anyway. Yeah. Uh, you always text me goodnight every night. That's nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just get the same kissy face emoji every time. <laughs> it's, it may as well be a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what's up, dude? How you been? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm... I'm doing a okay. Nice. Yeah, we had a back to school night tonight. Oh wow, that was exciting. Yeah, that's cool. How was that? It's fine. I uh, we hadn't planned on going because we it's like the beginning of the school year still. Mm-hmm. We we were just there for like Lassa's class. Yeah, for her kindergarten. Like the the day basically like the Monday or Tuesday or whatever before school started. Uh, they did, you know, kind of a like a trial run oh, where yeah. you just go and meet the teachers, like see the classroom. Hour. Not not even. It was like a half hour. Okay, cool. Just to like get the lay of the land and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Han's teacher had like her own little back to school night, hmm. like la two weeks ago mm-hmm. now at this point, maybe less than that. And so. We just were there, and so I didn't want to go, but then yeah. Lassa was all excited about it. Uh. <laughs> so I was like, oh, fine. That's cute. Yeah, so my friend, our mutual friend, Lauren, mm-hmm. uh, was telling me that she went to her kids back to school night, and all the teachers are cool now. Is that your oh, experience, too? No, like, no are not they, at all. Are they like... Are your kids teachers our age and like seem like cool dudes and dudettes? No, I wish. Yeah. I see some teachers that look pretty cool, mm-hmm. but not Han's teacher. Mm, he looks like she's, a square. She's a she's a total boomer. Mm, okay. Well, you know. So maybe she'll retire like next year and we'll get someone cooler. <laughs> Because that's the number one important thing about it. Yeah, yeah. You got to be cool. Al, Al Maxwell, if you want to get a job at mm, my yeah. kid's school, let me know. Yeah, I feel like I know some other cool teachers. Uh, yeah. Gabba. Oh, right, Gabba. Yeah. Um, anyways. Anyways. But yeah, that's what I did tonight. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I... Uh, didn't do much i'm trying to think of what i could even uh you saw pearl i saw pearl last night that was good Mm -hmm. Uh, what's your what's your elevator pitch review spoiler free spoiler free um super well acted well filmed perfect encapsulation of the time period the movies of the time and all the baggage that came with them in a mm. horrific way hmm. and yeah. that's um that's a sequel to x it's a prequel to oh. x 
So they filmed X, and then the girl, uh, Mia Goff, who played a character in X that wasn't... She played multiple characters in X, and one of them was an older person, and she created a whole backstory uh, before they filmed to kind of fill out this character and give them... Decide what her motivation is and stuff. And Hmm. so uh ty west um learned who's the director you know they talked about it and like he was so into it that they wanted to like film this prequel right i think they might have done it at the same uh like they had the location a little while longer so they just like extended it and filmed it right afterwards which is cool it's set in america but it's shot in australia and like once you know that it's funny because it's like everything <laughs> feels like a little bit off yeah 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 it's like yeah this looks like the <laughs> 1910s but like i don't think i've never seen a window like that in america or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> their, their windows are all upside down there yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's cool i haven't seen x um yeah i don't know if it's would be your jam but it's mm-hmm. also very good. I've heard it. I've heard a lot of good things. Yeah, it's it's real good. Uh, Ty West is a great director. I don't know if you ever have seen like House of the Devil. Um, uh-uh. He's like a real micro budget guy, or he was oh, for cool. a, a while, and like really made the most of like location and actors and stuff. And yeah, uh-huh. it's it's good. It's cool. Hmm. Hmm. And there's going to be a third. From what I understand. Yeah, yeah. So there's a... In the same way that at the end of X, after the credits, there was a trailer for Pearl. After Pearl, there was a trailer for uh, another one that looks like it's going to be set in the 80s called Maxine. Oh. uh, Which I think takes place after X with the same Mm -hmm. actress, Mia Goth, playing the same character from X. So, Hmm. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Well, uh, to check it out. Maybe. I don't know. We don't watch a lot of like horror type yeah. movies. Yeah. Every once in a while, but um have you you probably have you watched Andor yet? No, not yet. No. Um We were supposed to watch it over the weekend, but got you, sidetracked. Have you watched any of the Rings of Power? Um we watched the first three mm-hmm. episodes, four episodes, I can't remember. Yeah, uh, let me look at my little tracker and see where we are here. Uh, we watched the first four episodes. Okay, uh, I think um maybe there's been one more or something, or maybe uh, one just came out this week or maybe today actually. It says yeah. new right, and there. that's the fifth one. Yeah. Okay, then we've watched the same amount. Okay. Uh, what do you think? I mean, I'm digging st- it so you're far. Still watching it, so that's a good sign. Yeah, I'm digging it so far. Um, it's it's hard not to compare it to House of the Dragon as well because we're also watching that. Yeah, and um, I mean they're two totally different worlds, obvi- obviously. Uh-huh. But like House of the Dragon is like, boom, you're in there. These are your characters. Get used to it. Yeah, kind of thing. And this is, it's taking its time a lot more. So I think it took it took us a couple episodes to like okay, we need to like, when we're watching House of the Dragon, we need to like switch gears to, to <laughs> yeah, a different kind of thing. Yeah, it's a very or, diff- differently yeah. paced show. And it's interesting, like I'm not caught up on House of the Dragon. I think I only watched the first three, 
Both mm-hmm. of the shows do this thing where they are like leaning pretty heavily on past material to kind of like, yeah, catch you up. Like I know rings of power is not all of the, there's like an interesting legal thing of like what they can represent in the show and mm-hmm. what they can't. Mm-hmm. But like, there's still just like a couple things where you kind of like, it gives that same feeling but I think House of the Dragon even more. It's like this guy kind of looks like that guy from Game of Thrones. So he's going to be like that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so far, <laughs> like, you know, they might be throwing me for a loop or something. But so far, it's kind of just lived up to that. Like there hasn't been any curveballs of like, oh, I thought this person was going to be this way, but they're actually this way. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I hear it. It's gotten better, maybe not that it was bad but i don't know i don't like that world as much as lord of the rings the game of thrones world yeah yeah somehow like they make dragons pretty boring to me (laughs) like and how can you even do that but i don't know it's called house of dragons and yeah i don't know and it's like it's still like i don't know i'm not i don't like Try not to judge things on like a moral scale or whatever, but like sure. there's still some like weird shit that like there's, like I know they're weird shit. I know they're like trying to do better, but like there's still some stuff where it's like eh, like well, oh he didn't marry the the seven year old that's good, <laughs> but he's marrying the thirteen year old. Yeah, like <laughs> I think she was sixteen, but still like yeah. I mean, I noticed they did not. I don't think they mentioned her age in the show, but I assume like that information's out there somewhere or something. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry too. (laughs) That was, uh, did you say something remotely like that? George RR Martin came through apologizing (laughs) for being an old creep. He sounds different than I've heard him before. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Some of that stuff is weird. Uh, You know, incest stuff is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the thread that like Twitter thread, but I've seen it reposted other places about like mm-hmm. sci-fi versus fantasy? No, I don't think so. And like, it's like, I think it started with somebody like trying to explain the difference between sci-fi and fantasy, like mansplain or something. And then uh-huh. it turned into like this big joke thread. But like <laughs> one thing was like, like Fantasy is when women are oppressed in the past and sci-fi is when women are oppressed in the future. (laughs) And like, you know, fantasy is when, uh, like, you know, people of color don't exist in that world because they never existed. And then I don't know, it's, it's pretty dead on of like all the shit that's going on. There's also (laughs) that really good onion headline that was like, um, like man in dying world's biggest concern is race of people on TV or whatever. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I feel that. Uh, yeah. But anyways, uh, I don't know. They're both, they're both enjoyable shows. Yeah. I feel we'll like keep watching rings of power. Like there's some stuff I don't like about it, but it looks so good. And I yeah. love that world so much that I'm willing to just keep watching it probably until they don't make it anymore. Yep. Like some of the dialogue in that is weird and mm-hmm. I'm way less interested in some of the storylines than I am the others, but 
uh, it's fun to be in Middle Earth. Yeah, totally. I think that's the big draw is like seeing some places you've seen before and like the occasional mention of somebody Yeah, that we meet later down the road and stuff. But yeah, fuck, I should have thought of like, Stuff to talk to Cody about. Oh, yeah. We're, didn't we, when we were first started doing this, mm-hmm. wasn't there, what was the thing? Like, uh, over, I tried, yeah, there was an overrated, underrated, mm-hmm. and favorite, least favorite. Favorite, least favorite. Could do one of those. Mm. I mean, it's, it's getting to be that the time of year, uh, spooky season, as the internet calls it. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to do like horror movies or something? Uh, we can do horror movies. I'm curious for your answers. We I've actually done an overrated blah 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 uh-huh. of horror movies. Was it last fall? It, <laughs> it was in January when we did Dante and I did the Zeo episode. Ah, cool. Uh, but but I'd be happy to do it again, and I might even come up with different answers. Yeah, I'm trying now that you say that. I listened to that episode because Zayo, but I yeah. don't re- I don't remember your answers at all. Well, fucking, let's go for it. Give me all your right. uh, overrated, sir. Overrated horror movie. Um, I thought that. Uh, what was that movie called? Uh, a Quiet Place, the John oh, Krasinski mm-hmm. one. Everybody loved that, including uh, like horror people, like people mm-hmm. that are, I don't know, horror nerds. A lot of them seem to really enjoy it, and I thought it was like a just a sort of weird like action movie with a lot of like tension in it, but. I don't know. I thought the monsters looked dumb and I feel like there's been other movies that have done a similar kind of setup before. So, hmm. um, did not care for that one. Okay. I didn't see that and I probably never will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think you're okay without seeing it. <laughs> see, this is, this is why it was hard for me to do this, this here list because I don't watch a lot of horror I said, last time I said my overrated was uh, the director, Rob Zombie. <laughs> that's uh, How about that's, you rate my answers? Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, I would say, I mean, that's an interesting answer because I, I think that to some people, he definitely is overrated. But I also think most people, I hear more bad shit about Rob Zombie than people praising him like more Mm -hmm. people hate his movies than like his movies so um but i guess like if you're considering how much some people like his movies those people are overrating his movies yeah uh i think i think i i kind of like his movies they're kind of hard to watch but he definitely like does his own thing they're Mm -hmm. like very unpleasant but how was his Halloween? It's bad. It's, <laughs> I mean, it pretty much takes everything good out of, of the original movie and takes that out of it and dials up like everything else. Oh, boo. Um, but it's like, I almost respect him for it. Cause I feel like that was an in- intentional, like sure. he, yeah. So I don't know. 
How many gunshots were gunshots were there at the end? Ooh, you know what? Recently, I mean, this is going down. I, I, I've. So what Danny's referring to is at the end of Halloween, or is it the beginning of Halloween Two, or both? I think it's both. It might re- be both. Re- recap: Doctor Luma shoots Michael Myers, and he says, "I shot him six times." And for the longest time, and and we're not the only people who do who have said this because I've heard other people make jokes about it too. They're like, no, there's only there were only five shots. But mm-hmm. what we forget is that he shot him once before, like a little bit, like a minute earlier. Oh. So like he walks in the room and there's a bang, mm-hmm. and then like. A, some time goes by a few seconds or something yeah, and yeah. then there's five more bangs or uh, something okay. something along those lines i remember uh, seeing that at the crest it, it might have been trash film orgy or it might have just been you know a, a thing yeah but it was uh it, i feel like it was trash film orgy because i remember everyone counting out loud really loud uh, <laughs> like one two like every time he shot that's pretty good <laughs> yeah that's great or maybe I just recently watched, like, maybe they fixed it. Maybe they George lucas did it and they oh, had sure. a gunshot or something. They might have. Know. They might have. Yeah. You need to find the original VHS mm-hmm. copy of it. Uh, I'm sh- sure I can get that from Justin. Yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, underrated, sir. Underrated. Um... Man, the thing with horror is, like, Every movie has its hardcore fans. So like sure. I feel like almost every movie kind of has gets its due in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Um there's recently maybe not recently, but like Scream, people have come around and you don't hear people talk shit about Scream as yeah. much as you used to because they really it really like changed the face of horror in the 90s mm-hmm. and then it became a formula and then every movie that after that was like that scream is not my answer because i feel like it's got its respect but i will say that there are a couple of those movies that were inspired by that that people write off as not as good and they actually when you go back and watch them are pretty good mm-hmm. i think i know what you did last summer is actually a really fun good movie um, and there's also one bonus called, um, I believe it's called Cherry Falls that is um, problematic mm-hmm. in a way that has also come around to have, it's it's a little bit like Sleepaway Camp where it's like very problematic, but uh-huh. but it's been sort of reclaimed. Cherry, Cherry Falls is similar to that. And I think that that's an underrated, underseen 90s slasher hmm i feel like i that sounds familiar i feel like i saw a tiktok about that or something oh okay yeah uh, interesting okay yeah cherry falls i said i believe i'm i know i have two answers for my my favorite and underrated and i feel like they could be swapped um but i think i went for underrated a movie that you and I watched together in your house on that couch right over there. Maybe not that specific couch. <laughs> uh-huh. Pontypool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good answer. Yeah, I liked that movie. That was a good movie. I don't remember it super well, but mm-hmm. I remember liking it and it being pretty gross and 
had a cool concept that hadn't been done before. Yeah, yeah. To my knowledge. It seemed very cool. And it's a lot of... Uh, what's that What's that called when you like hear a lot of the, the horror and stuff like that, but it's kind of off uh, screen? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that's called. It's called something. Yeah. What's your other pick? Film scholars, call in. Uh, well, I'll <laughs> tell you when we get to favorite. My oh, okay. Pick. Okay. So now yours, uh, favorite. Favorite. Three. Um, all time favorite. Yeah. I mean, the answer is usually, or has been for the longest time, the shining, but I feel like that is mm. such a stock answer these days. Sure. That's a movie that has really like seen a huge resurgence. Mm-hmm. I feel like, or maybe not, maybe I just didn't notice it before, but I feel like I mean, people have always it, liked it, but now you see like the carpet everywhere yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Um, it's gotten more of a pop culture uh, following than just yes. like a film nerd following, maybe. Big, yeah, 100%. But so I am going to say that my favorite is, I mean, shit, they're all obvious answers. <laughs> Shining, Halloween, mm-hmm. The First Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, the witch for one of the newer, a newer oh, movie. Yeah. Like that it's every time I have watched it, it's just like gets better and better. It's really like a masterpiece in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's three. All those. I picked way back when. Uh, Let the right one in. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. I was an asshole about like being mad that they released the DVD with the wrong audio, like it had a new audio track and it was, or new subtitle track, I mean. Um, And the wording was super fucked up and they had like re-released it with, uh, they they called theatrical subtitles. Oh, weird. I didn't, I don't remember that controversy. Uh, This was like height of dimple time. So yeah, yeah. I was very in tune with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good one. You, you've talked about two like Scandinavian horror movies. Ooh, I did, huh? Yeah, that must be your thing. That must be my thing. Um, least favorite. Hmm. Man, that's another pretty oh, hard one. I remember what happened, why I had two things in my head. Uh, because I've, at first I said Shaun of the Dead and Dante yelled at me because he's like, that's not a horror movie. That's a romantic comedy with some horror in it. Uh, I mean, I could have words with him about that. <laughs> it's a horror comedy, but that movie does a great job of incorporating. It's not like, I don't know, scary movie or yeah. something where it's like really a comedy about horror things. It's like got both in it like American werewolf in London is like the same thing where it like works mm-hmm. really well as a horror movie and as a comedy. Yeah. But I mean, Hey, that's it's each his own. If he wants to call it a romantic comedy, that's, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, that was the tagline, right? It was like a, uh, Zom rom-com. Oh yeah. 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 Something like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, Okay, so least your least favorite, favorite movie is uh, Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> no! Man, hot, hot take. 
but, 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 but this is this is hard. I mean, I guess you could go with one, just one you didn't like. Yeah, I feel like I like everything <laughs> too much. Let me here edit this out, but I'm gonna open okay. up my my letterbox and, oh, and okay. look at some of my ratings here. Oh man, I was harsh with some <laughs> of this stuff. Like Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace, half a star. Wow, I'm Cody. surprised I was such a. I mean, it's not good, but it's not that bad. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess to follow up with my underrated movie uh i still know what you did last summer the sequel to i know what you did last summer was Uh very very bad very bad okay uh i'll stand by that like it wasn't even real fun to watch like it should be like you know usually horror movies that are bad are still fun to watch Mm -hmm. don't remember that one being any like i was kind of just like waiting for it to be over Hmm. okay um they took them and put them in a tropical setting there was like weird feeling racism in it maybe Mm -hmm. on accident i don't know okay i don't i don't i don't know how to use you letterboxed (laughs) um (laughs) least favorite least favorite horror movie man i really don't remember what i said on that episode can I take a guess of what you said? Sure. I I am gonna guess that you said something that was in the like torture porn category. Mm, but then again, not, but you I'll, probably hadn't even maybe watched any of that. I've stuff only before. seen the first Saw movie and I did not like it. Yeah. So that's my least favorite horror movie. <laughs> Saw Fair enough. one. Fair enough. <laughs> it's uh I don't like those movies either, but now I was just talking to Keith about how like now we're at the time where everybody's going to start reconsidering those like early 2000s or like mid 2000s, 2010 stuff. And we're going to be getting all kinds of hot takes of like, no, this is actually good kind of a thing. No, you know what Uh, was worse than Saw was Hostel. Oh, I disagree, but that's my own. It's you got if you watch it with the right lens. Okay. It, it's pretty good and actually kind of like says some shit. It's uh-huh. it's like an anti-American movie. Mm-hmm. Like uh loud Americans going to another country and sure. that they own the place. Um, yeah. So, you know, but I if that if that kind of movie if that torturey stuff is not your thing, which it's not my thing. Yeah. It is no. it is like no fun to watch. I've only seen both of them one time. Yeah. Um, Maybe it's Hostile 2 that's better. Maybe. I feel feel like there was like a... Yeah, anyways. Uh, Join us next time (laughs) for our first episode of Five Hostiles or Less. Yes. We watch all the Hostile movies. Sounds good. We'll do the... We'll do like one heat minute. Where we mm-hmm. do uh, one hostile minute. We'll just talk about one minute of each hostile movie. That sounds good. Uh, real quick, before we hit get to uh, the Avett Brothers, one uh-huh. more overrated, underrated, blah, blah, blah. This should be a quick one. Halloween, okay. Halloween candy, go. Oh. So are we talking like different than regular candy? 
Um, you're a kid. You're out trick or treating, or you're so stuff you would get trick or treating. Yeah, so yeah, it's stuff. like a, a Snickers isn't out of the question. No, not out of the question. But it would be a fun size. So you got to think about that. Okay, for sure, for sure. Okay, uh, overrated. Um, I am going to go with uh, Nestle Crunch, subpar chocolate, in my opinion. Hmm. Okay. Subpar chocolate. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love Nestle Crunch, though. Yeah, you would. Nestle Crunch or, or uh, what's the the other one? Crackle. Crackle. See, Crackle is acceptable. Slightly better. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Overrated for me. Uh, now I'm gonna save that for least for least favorite. Uh, overrated. Um, ooh, ooh, sweet tarts. I do. I don't. Why do people like sweet tarts? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The chalky ones, especially. Like I like them okay, but it's uh, it's a weird candy. Yeah, it's a weird candy. Uh, chalk should not be a texture in food, but no, it really shouldn't unless it's tums. <laughs> yeah, they are basically sour tums. Yeah, though. yes. They are. <laughs> if they marketed them as sour tums, <laughs> would you like them? <laughs> no. No, I would not. I would not because they don't they don't make me feel better. Uh-huh. Underrated. Uh, I am going to go with uh, maybe a, a payday. I think a lot of people don't mm. like the paydays, which is just peanuts on some weird nougaty stuff. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. there's no chocolate involved, but I really like it. It's got the salty, got the sweet. I don't know that I've ever had a payday. It also doesn't sound appetizing. Yeah. But maybe I'll try it. Maybe if what the kids get one for Halloween this year, I'll, I'll try it. There you it. go. There you go. Although I did see that they started making chocolate-covered paydays, which is dumb because mm. that's basically a Baby Ruth. Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm, baby Ruth is good. Yeah. Um, All right. Favorite. Uh, no, I got to do my... Oh, yeah. Uh, underrated mounds mm, yeah i like a mound i feel like mounds get a bad rap because coconut i guess i don't know it's fucking good folks yeah i'll even take an almond joy if i have to yeah i like them both yeah i like that dark chocolate though with the coconut mm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's good favorite favorite this could also be a underrated mm-hmm. uh i don't know if they show up in halloween candy much though uh, I was gonna say the Rocky Road bar, but hmm, that's I a love... the, you got to get those. It's either gonna be the nice house that has yeah. the good candy mm-hmm. that you're gonna get that at, or the house that wasn't prepared and it's like, well, we have these. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the, the kids didn't eat these last year. <laughs> yes, exactly. But I'm a big fan of chocolate and marshmallow. Chocolate and marshmallow. And I'm assuming nuts as well, peanuts or yeah. I think there's some almonds. some like chopped up nuts in it, mm-hmm. like very little though, kind of the perfect amount. Like you mm. don't, it's not an overwhelming. Okay, okay. Favorite for me, I've come back around. I used to absolutely love this candy, and then I think I got burnt out on it because you know that thing where you your parents find out or you tell your parents that you like something. Oh yeah, and yeah. then they keep buying it for you, mm-hmm, like they. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was like a real short period of time where I thought peeps were good. Okay. And my mom will still to this 40 year old day be like, do you like peeps still? No mother. Yeah. Uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. 
Okay. Can't go wrong. It's a classic. I got burnt out on them, but I've since yeah. come back around. That's a pretty non-controversial answer. I don't think anybody... I had a period, a long period where I could not eat Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Because one time when I was in like fifth grade, I came home, latchkey kid, no parents around. <laughs> but my mom had like a jar of like the like Christmas red and green wrapper mm-hmm. uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. And I ate so many of them. And then I got <laughs> sick. But then I also got the flu. Like it, it just like happened at the same time. So it was just like. In my mind, it ruined it for me for a very long time. But I, <laughs> I can, I can dig them again, which is nice because they're good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Least favorite. Least favorite. Hmm. Uh, I'm not a. F- I, I don't like. Man, I mean, there's so many bad candy that you get. So many different types of bad candy that you get. But just to start some shit, I'm gonna say Skittles. Hmm. Okay. Do not, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Too sweet. Kind of like chewy in the wrong way. I don't like the way the shell is like. Yeah. I don't know. That's okay. weird. I'm okay. not a fan. I like them in the, the, the small packs, but I would never get like a, you know, get them to movies <laughs> or anything, you know? Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. Good point. There's people out there who will like probably buy a bag of Skittles. And yeah. Just bag. like, ooh, no thanks. No. I've got a controversial take for my least favorite as well. Okay, let's hear it. Never liked them. I can't remember the last time I had one, so but I'm just going to stand by it. Snickers. Hmm. Get yeah, them away from me. That's controversial for sure. I mean, maybe not the best, but it's to me it's like a Reese's. Like, who doesn't mm-hmm. like a Snickers? But I guess you don't like this a guy. Snickers. This guy right here. Hmm. All right. Well. Nobody's perfect. Yeah, nobody's perfect. Speaking of nobody being perfect, why are you nervous about this episode, Cody? <laughs> uh, you know, because I did not like the Avid Brothers. Oh my god! Uh, I guess, but I'm... I have I have things to say about okay. it. Okay, but like, man, it just I it did not click with me. Uh huh. I have I have notes. I don't have notes about the songs, really, but I do have notes for <laughs> why I don't like them. <laughs> sort of. Okay. Okay. No. Well, here's the thing. Okay. I I I would have probably loved the Avid Brothers mm-hmm. if I got into them in like 2006 or seven or whatever, whenever that was. Uh-huh. That that sort of wave started of like folksy Mm -hmm. stuff, but I didn't. And it's, uh, maybe that's why I don't like it. Cause I rec, I recognize that I would have been a a fan of this or Mm -hmm. something, Mm -hmm. but they have like, uh, on paper, it's like everything I like the Avid brothers has. Yeah. They've got they've got catchy melodies. Mm-hmm. They've got great harmonies. Great harmonies. Like banjos, acoustic guitars. Great. They're like pretty twee, which I actually like twee mm-hmm. shit quite a bit. But once you put all of that together, 
it's made, I don't know if it's too much of a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to Brandy about it and I gave, I, uh, I have the, it's funny you mentioned Rob Zombie earlier, like <laughs> Rob Zombie. It's like, I like metal and I like electronic music and I like mm-hmm. horror movies and I like sample. I think I maybe even like talked about this on an earlier episode, hmm. but like, I like all the things that make up Rob Zombie, but I like the music isn't good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I kind of feel maybe the same way about Avid Brothers. Like all the components are there, mm-hmm. but it's like, I don't know. It comes off to me. I mean, this is why I'm nervous is because I'm going to sound like a jerk and like I'm <laughs> gate, gatekeeping or whatever. But to me, it sounds pretty unauthentic. Like it, it seems pretty like they figured out a mold. They figured out the formula. And then like all their songs kind of fit that formula. Of Hmm. course, I've only listened to five songs and then I listened to, I, when I was reading about them, I kept seeing the song kick drum heart pop up. Like, Oh yeah. Their their hit. So I listened to that and I remember, I do remember hearing that song. It's funny when I heard them, I was like, this band sounds like they're on every episode of this is us. (laughs) Uh, and they, sure, they, sure, they're, sure, sure. they're not, but they were on six episodes of that show parenthood, which was like, basically, oh, yeah, yeah. basically this is us before that show came out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Less of a tearjerker. Yeah. It kind of, yeah, it's, it sounds like country slash folk music for people who don't like country slash folk music. Hmm. hmm. It's like pop like some of the stuff would be so great if they played it as like a doo-wop song or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they have like these like great harmonies and like, like I said, the melodies are good and some of it even sounds a little doo to me, but like, man, I don't know. Something just it doesn't just, quite hit. It doesn't click. Um, they've also have like, and I didn't find anything in their history, but like they have big like church praise band energy for me too. Like I feel they like they do I can, have some some like I, God I can type pick songs. up on that. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, you know, they're very like inoffensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Br- Brandy said uh, they're modern, easy listening. It's the then, harshest thing that's been said this episode. Uh, but I also, we, I, another, we were, then we were talking about other labels and we also came up with Mason Jar music. Yeah. Uh huh. And probably the harshest of them all, Magnolia Network music. Oh, oh, that is the harshest of them all. <laughs> but it's not untrue. But it's not untrue. <laughs> <laughs> The, like I, and and it's weird because like when we when the Avett brothers came up before uh-huh. and you're like no they're actually good like they're not they're not like don't group them in with Mumford and Sons but it's like worse than Mumford and Sons how is it worse I, than Mumford I, and I mean, Sons I mean I don't know I haven't really heard that much Mumford and Sons either but I don't I, I I can't see Mumford and Sons being any less appealing to me than this hmm they are. And when I say less appealing, a part of it is it is like so appealing. Like it's so it's like candy uh-huh. music. Like once I listen to them a lot, I listen to this playlist a lot of times and I listen to it a lot in the car mm-hmm. and eventually you learn the words and they're singing along and they're like so fun to sing along to yes. and harmonize with. 
So I get it. I get why people like them. I just think they're hitting me at the wrong uh-huh. time in my life. Okay. Okay. I I definitely agree with a lot you had to say. And probably at a certain point in my life or if I heard them in the wrong context or something like that, I wouldn't have been into it. And I think it did kind of take me a minute to like wrap my brain around their over earnestness. Like everything about them is so earnest, even the way like they're singing and they're harmonizing really well. But there's, there's part of me that's like, wait, are they like solo by themselves? Are they actually good singers? Yeah, that's the other thing. So, yeah, a couple things like the earnestness. They're almost so earnest that it feels like a gimmick. So it wouldn't be earnest, you know, Yeah. like but I think I think it, it <laughs> I think it comes back. I think it's so yeah. earnest that it that maybe it's a little gimmicky and this is their shtick. But that's really who they are. But they're doing it earnestly. Yeah. yeah. No, I know it's a, it's a snake eating its own tail. <laughs> yes. And then the singing, like, so I had realized that one place I had heard them before is on CMT. There used to be a show called Crossroads where it'd be like an older country musician and then like some young up and comers that aren't necessarily mm-hmm. country singers or whatever and they were on an episode of that with randy travis did you see any yeah of those videos? yeah i was gonna uh pull up january wedding actually yeah so january wedding when he sings that song it sounds so much better because <laughs> he has like an interesting voice uh-huh. and then they come in and it's like they're not bad singers but it's like the most bland normal ass singing uh-huh. like there's no affectation which like some people probably think that's a good thing mm-hmm. there's like no there are songs there are parts where they're kind of like straining or yelling or whatever but that feels pretty like put on i don't know it's just like it sounds really good when they're harmonizing together but by themselves like just the voices themselves are very it's like fucking jack johnson or Ooh. Uh, or Jason Mraz or anything like if you if you took out some of the instrumentation and put just an acoustic guitar like that's what it would sound like I I fully with all of my being disagree with that (laughs) Um, fair enough I don't because uh, I don't know a lot of those guys songs either I'm really talking out of my ass but (laughs) because Jason Mraz and uh that other fuckhead you you mentioned are trying to sing well and I don't, yeah. I think they are just singing and that is the voice that comes out. And yeah. instead of going and getting vo- vocal lessons, they're like, this is the way we sing. We're related. We can harmonize with each other. Yeah. And it sounds great when we sing together. But some, that makes sometimes when they're singing by themselves, it's like, I had to get used to it. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Like they're they're leaning on the thing that makes them sound good, which is their harmonies. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Uh, let's see. I think I got all my insults. <laughs> let's see. Modern, easy listening, Mason Jar music. Magnolia, Just go down the music. list. Go down the list. <laughs> um, there's a Pitchfork review where 
It's actually a positive. It was a 7.5 for Pitchfork, oh, which is which like album? pretty for emotionalism. Oh, okay. But there is a sentence where it says some of emotionalism shows off how irritatingly middle brow and non-committal art alt country can be. Mm. And I feel like that's very, that sums it up perfectly. Okay. It's like okay. middle brow, middle of the road and non-committal. There's no like, I don't know. Like, do they have any kind of like political stance type of thing or i like, wasn't able to really find anything i did like, i did look for some of that yeah um i think before i actually made the playlist i was like do i actually want to give somebody <laughs> the Avid brothers yeah gotta make sure they're not like, uh they are f- yeah uh they're friends with with uh country musicians that uh you and i both like yeah um so there's that yeah and they're playing like they're playing in wheatland in a couple weeks oh really with with willie nelson oh oh that's right and you know some of the live stuff i watched like it looked really like it looked like if you like them their shows are the best they're really fun very fun live we've seen them two or three times i think we saw them in portland which was really fun oh that's cool um and we saw them at the Fox Theater. I think those are the only two times. But yeah, mm-hmm. they're a really, really fun live band. They're very like into the audience and they run all, they got the the cellist that like holds it upright and just like runs around the stage playing his cello. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a different version of me would hate this band, but I, <laughs> I, maybe it's because it's been like a real big band for Amanda and I. Uh, like, yeah. you know, our relationship, she was very into them because of I and love and you, which came out in 2009 and mm-hmm. we right before, uh, Amanda and I met and started dating. They had played at the crest like a few weeks uh, before. Okay. And so like, it was a big band for her then. And we just kind of, uh, yeah. bonded over it. Yeah. I feel like maybe we like, uh, Freaky Friday or something mm-hmm. like musically with this, like it's it's hitting for you and not for me, and it should be the other way around. Because I definitely <laughs> can see a version of Danny that yeah hates this. Mm-hmm. Did you did you play any of their songs at your wedding? Yeah, I'm pretty sure at least January wedding. Maybe that's why I have like such like wedding vibes for this band. I was like, this band like writes songs for weddings. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Both January wedding and, um, swept, swept away, away are like meant to be played at a wedding. Yeah. 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 And, Just way too uh, sweet <laughs> under some like, uh, warm string lights with <laughs> basic jars, jars everywhere on the, on the table and like some we, chalkboard paint. We had, we had all of that. Well, we didn't have string. Yeah. Lights, I mean, but yeah. Um, <laughs> But and that and that's the other thing. Talking to Brandy about it is is like that was our vibe too. Mm-hmm. For a really, I mean, it was like, I, I guess it's just one of those things where it's like got so uh, entrenched in the culture and t like TV mm-hmm. and commercials that it's like you you end up like pushing it away, even though there was a time that like that was cool mm-hmm. and I liked it and like in theory I still like it yeah yeah but But you're more into the things that you liked back then when you were like fully entrenched in that kind of thing um i don't think i like the like for uh for example like punk for example or pop punk or something like that 
Yeah. I really like the pop punk that we liked in high school and oh, the stuff yeah, that came after I feel is too polished. Yeah. Which I've come around uh, on eventually, but yeah, yeah, that's the example. Yeah. yeah. Although there, I mean, I think, I think this is the kind of music, this kind of like, uh, folky earnest stuff that like there were like, say like the cave singers Mm -hmm. or um iron and wine Mm -hmm. or like a lot of those bands that i liked a lot and i still like but i can't i don't it doesn't hit with me the same okay okay as i see what you're saying whereas like i can listen to like blink 182 and i'm like yeah 16 (laughs) again and like i'm still on board i don't know that's a weird thing to say but no i totally i totally understand what you're saying i maybe it's just like where i was as a person mm-hmm. too like uh at the time i don't know yeah there was yeah. a lot of stuff locally too we had like silver darling and mm-hmm. ellie fortune and uh, uh agent ribbons if you were in, i can't remember if, oh yeah yeah, you know, yeah like yeah totally yeah it's that it's that mid mid aughts indie folk thing yeah yeah um, but they have somehow outlasted all of that. Yeah, and they're like still going. Um, they're still going, and they're still like huge. Mm-hmm. And playing with Willie Nelson in Wheatland. Yeah, yeah. I do have one regret of this playlist. I I did not give you a song which was on the playlist, and then it got kicked off the playlist. And then I was watching videos the other day and I saw they did this particular song with Brandy Carlisle. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and she even covers the song on her own as well. Oh, so which song is that? It is called, and I also had a really good intro line for it. Uh, something to do with the band, the murder city devils. It's called murder in the city. Oh, so I was going to come cool. up with some intro line. I thought maybe we Mur- could do a, a watch together. Cause I didn't, I purposely didn't watch the video okay. of Randy Carlisle. Okay. Um, I mean, I think we're going to find as we get into these songs individually that I'm only going to have nice things to say <laughs> about all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, the funny thing is like, I, I 100% get where you're coming from. Like it totally yeah. makes sense to me. And like kind of in the back of my mind, especially when you said you were nervous, I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, whatevs and i don't i don't i don't like listeners i don't like talking bad about bands like i uh i like to focus on the positive mm-hmm. and i don't i'm not uh one to usually like make a converse start a conversation about something i don't like so that's why i was nervous is because okay. i don't like talking about things that i don't <laughs> i don't like uh, I'm going to make you say at least one positive thing before every song. Okay. So before we introduce our first song, Cody, uh-huh. so tell me one positive thing about the Avett Brothers or maybe this song. I don't know. Um, their teeth are really white and really straight. Beautiful teeth hmm. on those boys. don't know if I've noticed, but I would, I would believe it. <laughs> I'm not being a jerk. They, that's the other thing. They're all too good looking. <laughs> they've got that uh, uh, parenthood money. So, you know, they, they can yeah. afford the veneers. Those veneers. Or <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the first song is called 
shame. Okay, so I was wrong about my reasons for us falling out of love I want to fall back in. My life is different now, I swear I know now what it means to care about somebody other than myself. Shame on you, Cody, for <laughs> making fun of their teeth. I feel it. I feel it. I'm not making fun of their teeth. They have I nice know. teeth. I know. <laughs> Shame off of Shame. emotionalism, 2007. I should pull up these lyrics. Okay. I need to pull up the lyrics for all these songs because. Uh, What'd you think, Cody? Yeah. Uh, didn't like it. <laughs> cool. Next song. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, I, this was the first song on the playlist. I did, I didn't, as soon as it started, it confirmed some things that I had thought, but it also, I was kind of like, okay, this might grow into something that I'm into. Mm -hmm. I definitely like the sentiment behind it. I understand living with shit that you regret or that Mm -hmm. you don't want to think of but it's also very non-specific sure sure which i mean you know not that you want to like bear everyone wants to bear their soul of the things that they're ashamed of but Mm -hmm. like come on guys open up a little bit he's got boatloads of it though Mm mm-hmm can't just pick one. Plus, uh, it's got to be good for at least uh, two or three episodes of Parenthood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is he just ashamed of, like, taking a girl for granted, I guess? Is that? Uh, it kind of seems maybe that way. My heart was always fairly cold, posing to be as warm as yours, my way of getting in your world, but now I'm out and I've had time to look around and think and sink into another world that's filled with guilt and overwhelming. So yeah, I guess it's about... Yeah, he was he was aloof when he shouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. What do you think of it? I fucking love what do you, this song. What, what, do you like this song or something? Yeah, I fucking do. <laughs> I like this part right here. I'm going to play 107. Blame, blame, please lift it off. I like the little delay of blame. I like it too, but I feel like they should have only done it once. Hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it seems like that thing where, like, uh, what is it? What's the Nirvana song? Is it Polly where, like, he starts too soon mm-hmm. and then they just leave it in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does, f- it does seem like a mistake. It, yeah, but then they go and they keep mm-hmm. doing it. So it probably was a mistake. And they were like, no, that sounded cool. Let's just keep it that way. Yeah, yeah. But it would sound cooler if it still felt more like a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like it. I get to, that makes sense, though, what you're saying. Yeah. But no, I I do. I think it's cool. It's That's the point where you can really hear the contrast of their voices. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they sound similar, but that's where you can kind of like tell them apart which i like yeah definitely and then they start getting into the harmonies right after that Mm -hmm. and whenever they sing in harmony it's just i don't know it really it's really good it's so fun to sing along to Mm -hmm. another thing i like about this song is it starts 
very minimal, just singing and, and the banjo. Uh, and it slowly starts to build and build and build. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can kind of hear that start to happen here. It's a shame, day after day, more of the same. Blame, Blame. please lift it off. Please take it off. Please make it stop. That's, yeah. that's where it picks up. I, I just like that the banjo like s- kind of starts to play a little faster and then goes back to where it was before mm-hmm. um, as they're kind of slowly building. Yeah. And then it really I watched, picks up. I watched a live version of this mm-hmm. and it was like more... It wasn't that different, but it definitely felt more rocking yeah, once they yeah. could, you could kind of like feel the build, the build up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one more timestamp on this one at 243 when the organ comes in. It's very, very nice. In your world, but now I'm out and I've had time to look around and think and sink into another you know i never noticed that before you gotta you gotta listen out for those things i would i wouldn't have been mad if they turned it up a little bit to be honest yeah yeah uh that is good though i mean you i'm never not a fan of the organ coming in yeah little hammond coming in there Mm -hmm. Uh, how do you how do you feel about the banjo playing it's fine it's like it's competent i don't i wish i understood the banjo a little more because i know they're like banjo nerds are very like Mm -hmm. the style you play and like stuff is like important to them but it uh i if they played it without the banjo i wouldn't i think it would sound just as good like i don't i don't know i don't think they're using the banjo to its full Hmm. possibilities like it's kind of just a rhythm instrument oh okay okay and and it's like it's like kind of that like oh this this band has a banjo like (laughs) (laughs) you hear that it's a banjo (laughs) um like it could be a mandolin or it could be Mm -hmm. another instrument a Hmm. xylophone or something (laughs) and it would have the same like oh cool it's like a not a standard instrument so that's Uh uh-huh okay okay hmm hmm Okay. I'm sorry, Danny. Jeez. I'm sweating over I here. I know. Good. Good. Do you have any other disparaging things you'd like to say about this, this song? Or maybe a nice thing to say about this song, Cody? There are so many things where it's like, I can't tell if I don't if i like it or i don't like it or if i don't like it because i feel like it's pandering to me or Mm. something Mm -hmm. they do this a lot in songs and in fact we should count of these five songs how many of them have it where they i don't even know if this is like a thing to be mad at or if it's just (laughs) me being stupid but like uh he says, please lift it off. Please take it off. Uh-huh. Like they, they always, they rhyme. They do things where it should be a rhyme or you think it's going to be a rhyme, but they're just saying the same word. Oh, okay. Okay. But yeah, that please lift it off. Please take it off. Please make it stop. 
I don't know. I guess I like it. <laughs> I guess I like it. <laughs> so Cody's favorite song was Shame. Um, <laughs> the next song, uh, I have two timestamps for, and we'll see what Cody has. Oh, Co- I guess, was that your positive thing to say? You guess you like that one part? No, I thought that it was about their teeth. Um, <laughs> no, before no. every song. But that's after that's after the song. <laughs> All right, do I need to come up? Uh, oh, a new thing for this next song? Sure. No, we could do it after we we intro the song. The first thing you have to say is is nice. Okay. The next song is called "And It Spread." Say something nice, Cody. And it's spread. Um, I think this is, uh, well, let me say the nice thing first. <laughs> I like in the chorus, the the second chorus, I like that he changes it to, it's spread into my home and it's spread into my soul mm. when it's something that's more insidious. Mm-hmm. Okay. That being said, I think this is the song in particular that to me sounds like a Jason Mraz song or something. Hmm. Okay. okay. But let's hear what you have to say about it. Uh, first thing I have to say about this song is uh, this is one of the ones that Amanda said uh, she would not include on the playlist. Ah, okay. Um, she was upset that I did not include Murder in the City. Man, okay, yeah, we'll have to watch together that yeah. one. But I, I really like this song. I, I like the that's uh, yeah, really fucking cool. Yeah, that's the closest it kind of gets to feeling a little punk, which <laughs> I also like read. Yeah, I think it's like on Wikipedia or something where mm-hmm. they like take little blurbs from like they've been described as and like somebody it was like, you know, they've got the uh like oh pop sensibility of the Beatles. I've got, with, I've got it right with, here. The heavy sadness of Towns Van Zant. The which light is Which crazy. is crazy. Okay. The light pop uh concision. I'm bad at reading. C O N C I S I O N of Buddy Holly. Can can it seems like that should be like conciseness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, that makes more sense. The tuneful jangle of the Beatles. Of the Beatles. Uh-huh. And the uh-huh. raw energy of the Ramones. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking of. And that maybe that just ruined them for me because it was like <laughs> That is a pretty horrible quote, San Francisco Chronicle. Like they couldn't pick any other band other than the Ramones that has raw energy. Like the Ramones have a very particular kind of raw energy, and it's not it's this not this at all energy. like even the yeah. songs that are like faster and they do more yelling and stuff like yeah d- d- no ramones energy found no <laughs> <laughs> okay uh let's do the chorus i really like the really kind of simple drum fill that leads into the chorus on this one
It's a simple chorus. I like it. It's fun to sing along to. It is. It is fun to sing along to. This is a, a couple of these are, I believe, are Rick Rubin produced, right? I believe this album. Yeah, uh, possibly this album, more. And maybe I don't. I'm trying to remember if it, any of the other ones on this playlist, but I know he produced more than one mm-hmm. album for them. Which, I mean, Rick Rubin. I feel like his whole thing is just like letting a band sound like they're they want to sound mm-hmm. like they like they sound without messing with it too much. So. He certainly didn't hurt or harm the production. It's kind of just like, why bother getting Rick Rubin to do it? But yeah, uh, like they, they they didn't need to be stripped down. I mean, they it doesn't sound that different. Like I and Love and You doesn't sound that different from Emotionalism. Right. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel it's like, like it's not until the Carpenter, which is I gave you one song off of is they uh-huh. kind of start to lose me a little bit. OK. Um, did he produce that one too? Uh, oh, Carpenter was produced by Rick Rubin as well. Okay. Anyway. Anywho. Let's do another little timestamp. right there um he did i i was wondering if uh, maybe say what you were gonna say because i feel like i know where you're going with this uh all i was gonna say is i fucking love it so okay what were you gonna say yeah no it's good it's got a good build i would thought you were gonna say that that last little scream it kind of has some feels like a rocky bottolato wax wing oh sure thing it's got a little bit of that gravel in there that grit Mm -hmm. to it yeah yeah the screaming till you can't no mm-hmm. more kind of a thing. Yeah. 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 It's good stuff. Everyone go listen to Waxwing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, again, the lyrics just like don't inspire any. It, it's not. Are they a little too like generic? They're, yeah. There's there's no specificity mm-hmm. in his stuff. I see. It's like they write. He, they're writing music that everyone can apply to their like, yeah, I'm ashamed of something mm-hmm. or like, oh, yeah, sometimes I've, I've like, spread there's there's before there's like things that that make me feel better about this world. And then there's things that make me feel worse about this world. Mm-hmm. OK, OK. I don't I don't disagree, <laughs> but I still yeah. like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is, like, I'm sure there's a million bands I like that you could apply the same criticism sure, to. Sure, sure. It's just it's just the you know, the sum doesn't quite equal what you I want get, it to. I guess. I guess. Okay, let's move on then to our third song. The song that we considered uh getting married in January instead of April when we did get married because of the song January Wedding. <laughs> She keeps it simple and I 
am thankful for her kind of loving. Cause it's Did you already watch the Randy Travis? I did. Okay. It's I really like it. I really like his contribution to it. Yeah. Especially. Um but uh yeah, this song it's got a really nice bounce and cadence mm-hmm. to it. The melody is really nice. It's really nice to like sing along to, hum along to. It's a very pleasant song. It's very pleasant. For sure. I feel like it's it's a little more specific. Yes. So you got that going for you. I mean, he re- he gives you a specific month that they're getting married. Mm-hmm. And he name, <laughs> name drops Audrey Hepburn. Oh, right. Yeah. Talks about naming birds and trees. Yeah. That's a really sweet. Yeah line yeah yeah this might be my favorite of Mm -hmm. the five yeah it's yeah it's good it's pretty good okay it's pretty good it's pretty good (laughs) i love it i think it's it's just very very sweet and cute and i've seen so many like tiktoks of people dancing to this at their wedding because it's it's (laughs) just that song I actually like did a Google search of like January wedding first dance uh-huh. and then same with the other one. With Swept Away. Just, <laughs> yeah, just to like see how many there were. There's one that was like a really funny thread that was like, well, this is for Swept Away, but where it's like there was one where they were asking for a version without the female, without their sister singing because they didn't like her voice. What? <laughs> and then there was one where it was like, cause I guess there's a verse in there that's not like super wedding E and they were like, I don't know. Is it going to be inappropriate if we play this at our wedding? Um, anyways, people love, love them for their wedding. Understandably. They're, <laughs> they're, uh, made for weddings. They're, they're made for weddings for sure. That's weird. They wanted a different version of it without, mm-hmm. I don't know. Figure out how to play it yourself then, buddy. <laughs> Come on. Somebody posted one right away, though. I think they somewhere out there. There's another version. Oh, yeah, there might be. <laughs> um, I mean, there's the non-sentimental version. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't listen to it. Um, it's not. Anyways, it's not that's a different good. song. Different um, song. I got a couple timestamps on this. This guy here. Two oh four. I like the little guitar flourish or I don't know I said cute little guitar part Uh, and then my next timestamp is that very next part but I like the little guitar part that's kind of how it starts as well starts the song Mm -hmm. I don't know it's simple it's cute I'm into it and then I really really like this verse I, I really like that verse. I I like the 
or I feel like that's the kind of person you want to find is the person that can kind of bring a, bring you back down to earth when you're totally, you know, super sad, super mad. Like yesterday I got super pissed off because some guy uh, honked at me and then uh, like five blocks later finally got in front of me to, so that he could flip me off with this big manly man finger. Uh, all, all because Cody, all because I wanted to wait behind the train tracks when the light was red and instead of in front of them, uh, to turn, to get in the turn lane behind the car that was already there and there's only room for one car. Yeah. Because I I value my children's lives and sort of my (laughs) life as well. Sure. But you know, I'm the asshole, (laughs) but I told Amanda about it and she was like, you know, fuck that guy. Don't let it get to you. Oh, well, you know, it was good. Yeah, um, that is good. Yeah, this is a really good. I mean, this that's why this is a perfect wedding song. Yeah, is because it's like about the person you want to be with, mm-hmm. about the kind of person that makes you better and uh, reminds you that everything in the world isn't awful, <laughs> uh, which is like tough work these days. Yes, it is. <laughs> Do you know if this song is autobiographical? Did somebody write it for their wife and they were getting married in January? I assume so. We can yeah. uh, do a real quick Google, I'm sure. Actually, I'm going to do a real quick genius search. Ooh. I bet you, do you think it's going to be their number one song looked up no. on here? It's going to be Kick Drum Heart. No, I am loving you. The title okay. track. Yeah. Wow, not even in the top five. It's way down here. So far down, I I can't even count. A simple, sweet love song that Seth Avitt wrote about his first wife, Susan Avitt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Married in January of two thousand eight. Sweet. Uh, yep. <laughs> I'm assuming um, it did not get played at his next wedding. <laughs> probably not. It was probably in a month that didn't even end in Aries. <laughs> They're like, we got to do March. Yes. That's pretty good. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, sometimes things don't work. It's out. true. It's, it's true. It's, I uh, hope him and his ex-wife are great. I hope they're still <laughs> friends. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm glad you like that song. It's good. The birds part mm-hmm. is really, really sweet. Mm-hmm. It's specific. Like you feel like, oh, his ex-wife was into <laughs> birds. <laughs> She's really into birds and, and uh, breakfast at Tiffany's. And trees and stuff. Yeah. I don't, I don't, uh, the sick, like Audrey Hepburn, I don't, is that just, I'm trying to remember. I feel like I looked up that line before there. I, I think that's a part of breakfast. At Tiffany. She's, she's sick. She gets sick or she feels sick because she's blue. Like maybe genius.com. You don't have it annotated. What the heck? Yeah. I got nothing. Okay. Song number four off of The Carpenter, the last album of theirs that I've listened to in, in entirety. Uh, I had the, I used to have the Target version on CD. Ooh. Yeah, I had bonus tracks. Live and Die. Mm-hmm. 
This is the other one that Amanda said she would not include <laughs> on the playlist. What say you, Cody? You got to start with something positive. Um, oof. You could say <laughs> you could say it's called the Carpenter. The album is the Carpenter. It reminds you of of Jesus. Jesus, my number one <laughs> savior. I like the line and sentiment of uh you rejoice i complain <laughs> again going back to the idea of like your partner yeah is there to offset you when you are complaining yeah yeah <laughs> so i take it you didn't like this one very much um yeah that's fair to say it's it's fine i don't know if it's my least favorite mm-hmm it's kind of the corniest to me, mm. maybe. Okay. There was a, I, this is just now hitting me of, of maybe why this band rubs me the wrong way. And specifically this song, there was a, a tooth and nail band called Calibretto 13. Do you remember them at all? And mm-hmm. they were like folk punk. That, does, that doesn't even sound familiar. Interesting. The kind of folk punk, not like, not like train riding, dirty, yeah. crusty folk punk, but like Violet Femmes yeah, kind of sure. stuff. And they had a song called High Five. You should play it. Or <laughs> maybe, I don't know. But uh, maybe not. But it, that's what this reminds me of, where it's like a song about being friends with somebody. What are they called? Uh, Calibretto. C-A-L-I-B-R-E-T-T-O. 13 and the song is called high five five. all right here we go we're gonna i'm gonna put it in watch together it's not a video but i haven't heard this song in probably 20 years so go easy on me if it's if it's nothing like what uh this song sounds like we'll just we'll just do the the audio the album album version that's fine you'll go right I'll go left, sometimes we don't agree But that's okay, cause in the end we're still brothers, you and me We'll go to steak and shake sometimes, cause we hang out It sounds like, uh... It sounds like, uh... Mountain Goats and Green Day Oh, sh- yeah That's a great... That's a great, uh... So this is like way more annoying, um, but I think it re- that song just the sentiment rem- re- reminds me enough of it that it it automatically picks up the annoyingness of this song, uh-huh. <laughs> which is unfair. At least the Avert Brothers doesn't have that hey ho part. Yeah, I forgot about the hey ho. yeah you can put that in the pot or not i will that's that is the vibe that i got from this song okay okay i do have a couple timestamps. this is one that like i was making this playlist and i i had like i don't know six or seven songs on the playlist and then i was like oh i haven't listened to this album in a really long time i'm gonna listen to this album and i think this is track two and it came on 
I, re- I, for- I kind of forgot about it. I forgot that I listened to this album and I forgot how much I like this song. Mm-hmm. So that's how it ended up being on the playlist. Uh, and Amanda was like, you're a big dummy. You need to put murder in the city <laughs> on there. I'm like building up this song so that you can hate it. Um, here's this next one or the, I guess I think this is a pre-chorus. And I want to love you and more. I want to find you and more. Where do you reside when you hide? How can I find you? Cause I want to send you and more. I want to tempt you and more. Can you tell? I think I misread what this song is about. Yeah. <laughs> but still don't love it. <laughs> Come on. Like the, the part was so, I don't know. It was so nice. And he's it's singing nice. by himself no, it's nice. and, and it sounds like he's singing better now. Yeah. Yeah. No, he sounds good. It almost that. Can you tell that I'm alive? Let me prove it. Reminds me of the thermals a little bit. Oh, sure. 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 Yeah, no, it's it's fine. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's just not. Uh, yeah. yeah, the next line is embarrassing to me. Uh-oh. Live like a pharaoh, sing like a sparrow. <laughs> Come on, you didn't uh, you didn't write that in your your church binder when you went to <laughs> church? I don't fucking know. <laughs> what are you talking about? A church binder? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't keep a binder with all your favorite. Bible verses in there? <laughs> Bible verses? I don't think this is a Bible verse. <laughs> um, live like a pharaoh, sing like a sparrow. Even if there's no land or love in sight, we bloom like roses, lead like Moses out and away. See, Moses, Moses. Bitter crowd to the daylight. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess that the mention of Moses makes the pharaoh line make a little more sense. Sure. Maybe this is a reference to something I don't remember mm-hmm. in the book of Exodus. I gotta, get, gotta find now. that binder, man. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> find my church binder. Uh, let's listen to the chorus and then, then we can move on or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what this song is about anymore. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. But that's fine. You don't need to know what every song is about. Sure, sure. But when it's like some of the lyrics are so superficial, you expect the meaning of the song to be obvious, uh-huh. but that's how they get you, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I just like to bounce around to it. It's a bouncy song. Yeah. It's a fun song. I can imagine like kids liking this song mm-hmm. like i don't know if you like ever play them for your kids yeah. this would be a good this would be a good one <laughs> yeah they, um, they, i think i made them listen to this playlist yeah you rejoice i complain yeah about the avid about brothers. The, <laughs> i rejoice in the avid brothers you complain about them all right our last song off of an album that i i don't know how to pronounce 
You want to take? Oh yeah. You want to take a stab at it? Let me look. Uh, I don't remember. It's a re- really weird. I'm assuming it's French. Mignonette. Mignonette. That sounds pretty like, good. Like filet mignon. It's a sauce. Mignonette sauce is a condiment usually made with minced shallots, cracked pepper, and vinegar. Served hmm. traditionally with raw oysters. Hmm. Anyway, song's called Weird. Swept Away. Sentimental version, specifically. So we got another wedding song. Mm-hmm. Uh, any any positive things to say about this beautiful ditty? Um, it's a great wedding song. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely could see it on the like season finale of Parenthood. Sure, sure. Maybe even the series finale. Ooh, yeah. Really taking it up a notch. Um, this, oh, we forgot to keep track because I think it happened in the last song as well. But this is a, another instant of uh, the the rhyme not happening, the fake rhyme. Hmm. I see the end of the rainbow, but what more oh. is a rainbow? Mm-hmm. And you come down to my window and I climb out of my window. <laughs> um, I'm not mad at it. It's, I don't know, it's annoying to me, but <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, but it's a, it's another very sweet song, probably my second favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cute. It's twee. It's good. Yes, yeah, it is twee. Yeah. yeah. Anytime you use you rhyme whirling with twirling in the same song, yeah. both words are in the same song. That, that you might be a a twee <laughs> neck. <laughs> Jesus, sorry. You might be a twee neck if. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> All right, I got some some time stamps. When I put that in the the episode, I'm going to back it up a little bit so we get the twirling and the whirling cuz it was right before okay. that thing I just played. Can you play it again? I wasn't I sure. I'm going to That was oh. that was quick. Yeah, it was just a little quick like the little guitar flourish. In my life whirling darling when you're twirling on the floor and who kind of yeah, like that, guitar that, going up there Bruner. that's nice yeah. uh, nice little flourish they always have like just cool like subtle little things that happen in their mm-hmm. their songs that I like quite a lot and this next one just after that says, God, this is so sweet sounding. When you swept me away, yeah, you swept me away. That's a very good chorus. Nice harms. They, they need they need that Avit sister in their band all the time, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. They should be the Avit family. The Avit family band? Yes. Mm-hmm. I agree. Also... I don't know about that name, the Avett Brothers, when there's two brothers and then a whole rest of the band that is fully the band. Yeah. But not brothers. But not an but not Avitts. Yeah. But 
whatever. Whatever. I guess they were Avit brothers, probably just the two maybe, before yeah, they added the other the other members. Fine. 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 <laughs> One more. I, I want to hear the singer, the sister. So this is Bonnie Avit Rini, I believe the last name is pronounced, mm-hmm. singing uh, her solo verse. Life is ever changing, but I will always find a constant and comfort in your love. She's got that same, like, she's singing and she's owning it and she sounds good, but it's flat. Yeah, she's a little bit even flatter, I guess that's the word, but it's it sounds better to me. Like that that sounds like a great like 70s folk singer mm-hmm. or something. It does sound very like, 70s. I love it. That's it's like somebody who has something to say. Yeah. They don't care what their voice sounds like. Not to say that it's bad. Like mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. bad, but it's not like traditionally I mean, people don't even want that verse in their wedding. <laughs> What the fuck? Uh, it's it's just a very nice and sweet song. When they're all singing together, it sounds mm-hmm. even better because Bonnie is there. Yeah. And I like it quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say about Swept Away? Swept Away. Uh, who cares about tomorrow? Girl, what more is tomorrow than another day? Mm-hmm. Annoying that they did the rhyme thing, but a, a nice mm. sentiment. That's that one is not as bad. That that rainbow and rainbow is worse. <laughs> yeah. Than tomorrow uh, and tomorrow. I don't know. <laughs> Before you give them your final rating, I want to watch the video of Murder in the City. Okay, I also yeah, wanted to ask you, do you know the singer Jessica Lee Lee Mayfield? No. No. I don't think so. She and Seth Avitt have an album together that sounds pretty good. Oh, okay. Um, but anywho, let's get Watch Together going. We're going to go Avitt. God, I'm sorry I exposed you to that Calibretto 13 oh. song. That, t- that took me back to a weird place. <laughs> uh, let's see. There's Oh, they did that with Randy Travis, too. Um, oh. Where's the... I'm going to have to watch that whole thing yeah. again. There's Brady Carlisle. Is this from Fairly Real? It looks like it's going to be at least two. a bummer like you can't really hear what they're singing about yeah but i i get it get it i'll i'll listen to the actual recording and follow up with you Uh, let's see i'm gonna stop this This, at 109 here 
Okay. I also want to... Uh, it sounds good, though. Okay. Um, do you think that when they have to agree when they're going to get their hair cut? <laughs> I think so. Like, oh, I'm going to go short and shave. <laughs> Uh, are you, can you do that too? I think that is, uh, what happens. Okay. Uh, let's watch a little bit of this. This is Brandy doing the song by herself. Cool. In the studio. Noise. That was obviously a different cellist before they even showed him because he's sitting down. Avit Brothers, <laughs> don't sit mm-hmm. down to play. Mm-hmm. If I get murdered in the city, don't go revenging in my name. A person dead from such is plenty. There's no sense in getting locked away. I like the black hat duo over there. Yeah, the Avit Brothers. <laughs> Those aren't Avid Brothers. I don't know. It looked like they were like, hey, let's wear black hats and (laughs) shave our heads. All right, all right. She does a mean cover. Yeah, that was good. I like it. I like it. Check out the song Murder in the City. This song and January Wedding both have a vi- an interesting vibe where it sort of sounds like they are trying to uh, write in the style of like a like a, a folk, like Appalachian hmm. folk song or something mm-hmm. like. Um, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I can't expand on that anymore other than uh, there's like a shit. I'm going to sound like an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. Uh, Fuck. What's that guy's name? Harry. Harry Styles. Oh, right. Harry Styles. No, Harry. Nelson? Nil? No, that's Henry. No. no. Uh, Here and the um, Hendersons. Folk uh, compiler Harry Harry Smith. Harry, oh, Harry <laughs> Smith. Of course. Uh, he like did collections of uh, <laughs> like the the anthology of american folk music and it sound they sound like songs that could be on in those collections oh okay where he like went went to small towns and with Mm -hmm, his mm -hmm. field recording equipment and like recorded songs that were never recorded before okay anyway so that was a long way to go (laughs) we got there (laughs) well shit cody this is the second time i've struck out with you oh i'd say this is the first time you struck out I didn't strike out with Black Mountain. I wouldn't call that a strikeout. I would. Could I walk a, you that one? You you kind of walked me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like I got I got I got to first base on that okay. one. Okay. 
Ooh, we smooch. And this, I mean, you know, I don't know if I'd say he sh- struck out as much as made me not really want to play the game. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm uh, sorry, no. dude. No, no, no. I thank you. It's <laughs> I get it. They're really good. They're great musicians. It sounds good. It's catchy. Like I said, at another point in my life, this would have <laughs> totally been my thing. Mm-hmm. But in 2022, mm-hmm. uh, September 28th. It's not okay. Uh, what I'm feeling these days. Okay, but did did Brandy okay. have the same same feelings? She did. Okay, we, I played the songs for her, and she was like, pretty much said the same stuff. Like it's it's not offensive. Mm-hmm. It's like I think she said they're beige. The band, <laughs> <laughs> the the beige brothers, the beige brothers, um, but. Hmm. But yeah, okay. I feel bad because you played them at your wedding, and like my whole my whole thing was like making fun of them being a wedding. Band. We're gonna get Amanda and I are gonna get divorced, and we're oh, gonna get remarried, and we're no. purposefully gonna have someone else officiate it. Don't let Amanda listen to this episode. <laughs> she, She's gonna think I'm a prick, Cody. You think Amanda listens to my podcast? Well, no. <laughs> the answer is no. I don't think she does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I can see her being like, oh, I like the Avid brothers. Let's see what Cody has to say about that. Uh, everyone, Cody officiated my wedding with uh, with my wife. I don't know. Uh, and he, I remember him specifically leaving really quickly when January wedding came on. It was weird. <laughs> did you dance to it? Did you have a first dance? Uh, I can't yeah, remember Yeah, we did anything. 13 by Big Star. Uh, you made the right choice. Yeah. yeah. We couldn't, this couldn't be our wedding song. It's, it's, we didn't get married in January. It would feel like a lie. But maybe the other one, the... Sw- oh, sway, Swept Away. Swept Away. Yeah. We bonded. We had, we, we made each other mix CDs at the beginning of our relationship. Um, and I had put 13 on my CD to her and she put January Wedding. And I won because I have superior music taste. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about I don't, that. Yeah, that's, uh, anyway, do you want to do you want to give them a rating? Out of out of five, five seconds of summer, seconds of summer, I am going to give them a two seconds of summer. Two. Okay, that's one. I think one less, one fewer. I don't know. Where's my did I write this one down? I've gotten really bad at keeping track of the ratings, but I think you gave Black Mountain three. Yeah, um, that that checks okay. out. Like, yeah, because um, you can't play this in the garage. That's that's what really what it comes down to. You can't unload your tools from no. your truck to this music. No, exactly. You can only dance at your wedding to this exactly. music. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, I still think about that all the time because (laughs) I still get those videos all the time. And I, every time think like, Oh, black mountain, it's black mountain playing. (laughs) They're getting some royalties. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for coming back, Cody. 
thanks uh, for having me back. Hopefully this won't uh, ruin my chances of coming of back again. Of course not. Maybe I should find a band that you won't like. Yeah. It's been um, a while since I've not liked a band. So okay. I'm down. That's a good, interesting challenge. I'm down for the challenge. But because the trick is it's got to be something I do like yes. that you don't won't like. Huh. All right. Yeah. It's been quite a while. Okay. Give me a boat playlist too. Yeah. I need to do Did that. Did you whittle, whittle it down to 30 songs yet? <laughs> no, it's still, it's still basically one whole album and then <laughs> five tracks from all their other albums. Uh, um, but yeah, it'll happen. Okay. Okay. Thank, okay. Thanks, Cody. Thanks, Danny. Uh, bye-bye. Bye. Welcome to Magnolia Network, where TV feels like home.